This podcast, I'd like to begin by answering a question from, we'll call him Mr. J. I think I'm going to start referring to you guys by Mr., Mrs., and first initial first name to protect the privacy of some of these these quite private issues that you guys email me about. Mr. J said, hello, I would definitely like to talk to you about supplements to help with my creative thinking and most importantly, my anxiety. I take Boospar. I assume you're talking about Boosparamin, I think is how it's pronounced. I do. He talks a little bit about his dosage. He says, it does seem to work somewhat, but I uh, want to continue 5-HTP. It worked well before I take Boosperion. Alongside Boosperion, I liked it, but I don't feel it's strong enough and I don't trust the doctors. I feel like they're just kind of taking care of the symptoms. They're not really addressing the problem. When I was younger, I did all sorts of street drugs, cocaine, MDMA. Sounds like you were fun to party with once upon a time. Just kidding. I'm sure you're fun to party with now. And most, though, I could really, really use some guidance. I meditate daily. I'm a philosopher and enjoy mixed martial arts. I have three boys, and my life is very stressful. Please give me some guidance so I can stop thinking about these attacks and just breathe. So he actually in here does mention L-theanine, which is the topic of this podcast. And yeah, L-theanine is one of the, the top nootropics that's recommended for anxiety. So I'm glad that you've already experimented with it. Busperion, I may not be saying that right. Busperion is something that I've heard really mixed things about it. The first time I heard of Busperion was actually in the context of, it was a discussion of if you wanted to make yourself really horny and aggressive simultaneously, what drugs should you take? And a pretty knowledgeable person brought up Buspirion and said that Buspirion accomplished <laughs> exactly that, if that's what your goal was. But he also mentioned to me that Buspirion would get you into fights and it would just make you way more of an alpha male than, than what's good for, for anybody. So I would encourage you to, if possible, cut out the, the Buspirion. Now that, that might not be an option for you. It might be something that you, you really need to, to stay sane. So a couple of other things that you could consider would be aniracetam. Aniracetam has a anxiolytic effect via the, via the, the ampokine receptor that for a lot of people that deal with real serious anxiety, it helps a whole lot. It sounds like you're already doing some good things. You mentioned martial arts and meditation. I would encourage, you also mentioned breathing. I would encourage you to start doing a little bit of micro auditing of your physiology, specifically in regards to breathing. There's a little life hack that I employ where whenever I'm on the computer, and I have an inclination, I have a, an itch, so to speak, of going to check out Facebook or going to 
read a blog or going to seeing if anyone has responded to my tweet, what I will do is I will just breathe five times real deeply into my belly, into my balls. And then after I've done that five times, taken five profound breaths, then I'll make my decision if I really want to go and look at Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And that's helped me to get my breathing a little bit more under control. Obviously, your your breathing is great when you're doing your meditation, right? But what happens throughout the day is you get off of that baseline. I would also encourage you to take a look at the adaptogens, which restore elasticity to the nervous system. It sounds like your nervous system is turned up to about 11 all the time, except for when you're doing your meditation or relaxing with your kids. And the adaptogens have a mechanism for restoring an elasticity to the nervous system that really might do the trick for you. Again, I'm really sorry to hear about the the challenges you face. It sounds like you have actually a, a fairly difficult anxiety issue. And the truth is you'll probably need to try a lot of different things. You'll probably need to really self-quantify strictly and keep track of what's really working for you. And yeah, you'll probably need to try a number of different things before you try something that's really great for you. But I think you're on to the right path with the L-theanine and the meditation and the martial arts. The title of this article is L-theanine, an instant charisma upgrade. Introduction. I frequently receive emails and Facebook messages asking me something to the effect of, what is the best nootropic for increasing social confidence? Well, near the top of my list of exotic molecules to achieve just that is L-theanine. In about 30 minutes, it consistently brings me a measure of tranquility, to manage social situations with grace and gravitas. As the active ingredient in green tea, it's an exceptionally safe nutraceutical with virtually no downsides. And finally, it's very cost-effective. A year's supply of it runs about $25 in powdered supplemental form. FJ of the TheaningZone.com has an entire blog along with numerous articles devoted to explaining different L-theanine uses. Check out this article that he wrote on the neurobiology of confidence for LimitlessMindset.com. Take a look at these two guys, and which of the two seems more competent, more intelligent, and more leader-like? And there's two pictures of two very stereotypical-looking politicians. You'll have to check them out on the article. You probably chose the guy on the left. These two guys ran for a Senate seat in Wisconsin. On the right is Timothy Michaels, a Republican, and on the left is Russell Feingold, a Democrat, who actually won the seat. This is crazy because in one second, you predicted 
the voting outcomes of a couple million people. Those who had uh, a whole lot more information than you actually did. They were voting on issues like what is their stance, pro-gun, pro-abortion, more or less taxes, etc. Want to try it again? Well, here you go. Which of these two leaders seems more competent, more leader-like? And again, we've got two fairly uh, typical headshots of politicians. And the one on the left won the election, who is indeed the one who looks a little bit more charismatic. He catches your eye just a little bit more. So what does this teach you? First of all, that people put tags around you. Second, if you don't look like a million dollars, people are not going to see the positive things in you. And thirdly, we basically already know this information, that we have tags around our necks, that we are sub-communicating things about ourselves that speak much louder than the things that we actually say. So how can we change the price tag that people put on us? The answer is with charisma. Charisma is symbolic influence coming from values and emotions, the personification of an ideal. Think of Martin Luther King, the Wright brothers, or Steve Jobs. All these people have one thing in common. They had a significant amount of charisma and people around them knew it and followed them. They even did some research on this, on what is the influence of charisma in the workplace. So they gave three different groups of workers a manager that would do three different things. So the first just gave a standard speech and the second, he promised actually bonuses and then gave the standard speech. And then the third promised no bonuses and he gave a very charismatic speech. And I'm not sure what a charismatic speech entails. Maybe he was like, are you not entertained? Is this not what you came here to do today, to see today? The results speak for themselves in the chart below. What you can see is that the bonuses and the charismatic speech outperformed everything else. This is, in economic terms, astounding. Without giving any resources, there was an increase in performance. Now think about what Apple does. Everyone on the market has the same amount of resources, yet Apple has always been the one pushing the boundaries and innovating. So I'll tell you a little secret. Steve Jobs had a lot of charisma, resulting in that the workers at Apple were more creative than their competitors. So what is charisma and how do I get more of it is the question everyone is really wanting to know. As said earlier, charisma equals values and emotions being able to clearly send an image of what you were talking about. So to start, it should come from what you stand for. What is your why? And if you've never heard of the concept of uh, a why, I urge you to check out this five-minute video from Sinam Sinek, who explains the concept, breaks it down. Enter L-theanine. 
L-theanine is a substance that comes from green tea. It is available in pill or powder form, and many consider it a nootropic when combined with caffeine. Fun fact, it is considered the beginner safest nootropic because of the lack of side effects. The recommended dosage ranges from 100 milligrams to 200 milligrams. Going beyond 400 milligrams will not give you any more benefits than 200 or so will. As far as people know, you cannot overdose on L-theanine, nor are there any significant side effects. The side effect of going over 400 milligrams in one dose is that it would just be a little bit of a waste of money. On a biological level, theanine does the following things in the human body. It increases the levels of GABA, dopamine, serotonin, and even some say oxytocin. But what are the results from all these chemicals increasing circulation in our bodies? Well, it results in a lot of things. The most known are reducing anxiety, enhancing the user sleep, mental clarity, and relaxation. To see the relation between L-theanine and charisma, we must first break down the happy chemicals in our body. So the happy chemicals. The human animal is like a machine. There are systems inside our body that are trying to get us to do things that are in the interest of our survival. As said here, most of the nootropics will do two things for your brain, either boosting your serotonin or dopamine. These two neurotransmitters are one of a couple of chemicals that made us what we are as the human species. It is the reason why we as a species survived while others went extinct. You may ask, what are the others other than serotonin and dopamine? Good question. There are a total of four and they are the happy chemicals. Endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. Let's talk about endorphins. These are the chemicals that get released after a long, intense run. Also known as a runner's high, we feel great after a long run, but two days later we can barely walk. And that's because of the endorphins. All these chemicals helped us survive as a species. Thanks to endorphins, your ancestors could have kept on running, hunting down dinner, and even had enough energy to drag it back to the campfire. Thus, our biology and feel-good neurotransmitters rewarded us for doing something that ensured our survival. Nowadays, with supermarkets, we hardly get any endorphin rush in our bodies except for athletic people. Dopamine is the famous chemical that probably everyone has heard of. We get it when we see food, eat food, smell food, or do something that we said we would be doing. So that great feeling you get after checking something off your to-do list. So why do we have this chemical? Remember, all these chemicals are there to reward us for keeping ourselves alive. Getting food in ancient times was hard, and if we only went to hunt when we were hungry, it was probably already too late. So our body gave us a little shot of dopamine when we saw fish in the distance, 
when we neared the fish, another little shot of dopamine. When we caught it, another, and it keeps going until we took our first bite of that delicious fish. The incremental rewards kept us focused. A warning though, dopamine unmodulated is highly addictive. <laughs> Just ask your friends who are trying to quit smoking. You can see dopamine addiction in gambling, booze, and even with our usage of cell phones. If you wake up with a craving for alcohol, you are an addict, right? Well, if you wake up and the first thing that you do is check your smartphone, well, you might be an addict and it's the same neurotransmitter enabling it. Serotonin is the chemical that makes us hierarchical animals. I'll go as far as calling it the confidence chemical. Take a look at these two animals, crocodiles and lions. If you've ever watched a documentary about these animals, you noticed the differences in how they eat. The crocodiles are in petty competition, fighting each other for food, while the lions have a clear hierarchy in eating order from the alpha male of the pack all the way down to the scruffiest of cubs. Serotonin instills a sense of social pride, a bond between people. It stops the petty infighting because we recognize an alpha leader, and the alpha leader gets the luxury of eating first. However, it comes with responsibility. When the pack is in danger, they turn to the alpha, and it is the alpha's responsibility to defend them. And the alpha doesn't have to be a male. Imagine the mother lioness defending her offspring. Serotonin works as follows. We, as a group, recognize a leader. We give the leader some perks, first in food, first to mate. In the modern world, it's the bigger office, fancier cars, etc. But we are not stupid. There's a trade-off. We expect that when danger threatens us, the leader, full of serotonin and confidence, will face it and protect us all. L-theanine and charisma. We know that to be charismatic, we need to have a clear set of goals and values, invigorating our communications with our emotions. We need to be a lighthouse of who we are. People will understand who we are by what we do. Alone, L-theanine is not going to enhance your charisma. There is one ingredient that is missing, the yin and yang combination, L-theanine and caffeine. The caffeine will increase your brain activity while still having mental clarity, increased levels of dopamine and serotonin. The mental clarity and enhanced brain activity will help you to find your clear set of goals and values. And the increased levels of dopamine will let you communicate better with emotions while the serotonin will give you the confidence. And there's a pretty good little infographic that FJ put together that you may want to check out on this article. What will happen when you are who you are and say what you believe? You'll find people that don't like what you think. Well, more often than not, they will find you. And that's okay. Not everyone has to be your friend. 
But what also happens is that people who think the same, do the same kind of things as you, will be attracted to you. You will find your own group with the same mindset as you. And a nice side effect of doing so is increasing your oxytocin levels, which is the trust neurotransmitter, among, among other things that it imbues. The time and place to use it varies with, with everyone. The golden rule I follow is to use L-theanine before any important event. Think of an interview, presentation, or even your driver's license exam. Of course, important event is a very abstract description. And in the end, you can decide for yourself when to or not use it. Use the combination of L-theanine and caffeine about half an hour before you need the effects to really kick in. What makes L-theanine such a winner as a nootropic is its lack of side effects. The fact that we have been drinking green tea for more than 4,000 years without anyone reporting significant negative side effects should suffice as weighty proof of its safety. A final and much more debatable positive is that L-theanine as a charisma stimulator is like dual NBAC is for working memory. After gaining a few anchoring reference experiences with L-theanine in social situations, you will internalize some of that charisma and be able to call upon it on demand.